Marty! Yes. It is finally summer 2021, and every summer we here at the Pope on Film Podcast dive headfirst into themed summers. We did the summer of Star Wars, which was not as fun as I thought it would be. We did the summer of Saw, which was pretty good, and the summer of Fred Willard, because he had just died before summer started. I was kind of hoping that Tim Curry would die right before this summer, but unfortunately, no. So now it is summer. Couldn't do us a favor. Now we have to do this shit. Yeah. (laughs) Now it's summer 2021, and we're heading straight to the bottom with an in-depth look at IMDb's legendary list of the 100 worst movies of all time. Now, one note of interest: I downloaded a bunch of the IMDb bottom 100 movies about six months ago. I said, I'm going to try and get as many of these films as I can. And I got 30 of them and I was comfortable with that. And then I forget, I got it. I, I, I don't know. Probably the beginning of the year is when I started getting the, the movies. And then I forgot about it. And then I had the idea to start doing these movies for the IMDb for, for the summer. And when I did that, I went back to the list. And the interesting thing is IMDb's bottom 100 is forever changing. Yes. Based on the ongoing reviews. So movies come and movies are added into the list of the bottom 100 movies and other movies are taken out of the IMDb list of the bottom 100 movies and so I would like to take this time to congratulate two films Ballistics X and Sever and The Adventures of Pluto Nash for no longer being on the bottom 100 nice I was kind of excited to watch that Antonio Banderas, like, I think Lucy Liu action film that makes no sense. And I was excited to see, like, uh, Pluto Nash, maybe Leonard Part 6, but neither of those films are on the list. But I, I guess that's just for another time when it's not summer. So this week, in Act 1 of the show, we are beginning... Uh, our transition to bottoms with Guy Ritchie's worst film, the 2002 movie Swept Away. Yeah. Which is horrible. And I think I went... I think I went almost... I I did a lot of research for this film because I wanted to explain, like, how this film was made. I wanted to put the film into context in regards to... Madonna's career and Guy Ritchie's career, and I think I nailed it, but it might, if anything, it might be too much. Might have too much information. But 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 we'll get to that. But one of the things that I want to do every week during the summer is every week I, I want to focus on a movie in the bottom 100 that we will not be watching. Okay. Because we're not gonna watch all 100 movies on the list. So there's going to be some that we're not going to watch. So um, so this week, we're doing number 100 on the list. That's another exciting thing about this summer is that I don't know which movies we'll be doing. 
I know we're going to do number 100. Right. Away. Okay. And at the end, we're going to do number one, which is at the moment. Uh, what is it? I forgot what it is. It, for the long, it's not. Currently, number one is the 2008 comedy disaster movie. Okay. Yeah. I think yeah, so. so. So everything in between is sort of a question mark. So I'm excited about that. And I have a poll up on my Twitter page right now. That is twitter.com slash Reverend Steve. And you can vote right now on what our next film will be. And there's about an hour and a half, I think, left in the poll as of this exact moment. So you can go and vote on which film we do next. And at the end of the episode, I'm going to go on the Twitter and see how it's doing and see what movie we're watching. But I now I want to discuss one of the movies we will not be doing, which is number 99, S. Darko. Okay. The low-budget 2009 direct-to-DVD sequel to the 2001 cult film Donnie Darko. Yes, not a good movie. I've seen it. Yeah. I barely remember it. But I've seen it. I'm going to do another dramatic sigh. Funny. Yes. I want to be honest with you. Because honesty, honesty is an important part of a healthy relationship. Funny. I have never seen Donnie Darko. Really? No. I tell people I have. But I've never seen Donnie Darko. Uh, nor will I possibly ever see it. So, okay. It was the end of 2001 and the beginning of 2002 when Donnie Darko came out. I was dating Debbie at the time. And she would, ha- she would hang out with drug dealers at a Denny's at 3 a.m. And all of her friends were just so cool. And... Yeah. Freaking rebel and alternative with their freaking Jinko jeans and and just always on all of these different drugs and um, her her friends were just all really annoying and 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 they were they would all they all wouldn't shut up about how amazing Donnie Darko was. So at one point, I was just so annoyed, I put my foot down and I just said, I'm not watching. And people would get really upset when I tell them that I haven't watched it. So eventually, I just started telling people that I have watched it and it became a reflex. And so uh, we're not doing S. Darko because I haven't even seen Donnie Darko. I, I, I have no interest in seeing Donnie Darko, let alone a low budget sequel done without the producer director you know yes yeah a low budget directed dvd sequel that was made without the original writer director's input that's like if you and me just decided to make troll three and and not nearly as much sparkle magic which you won't understand because you haven't seen them but yeah yeah the creator of the original donnie darko needed more sparkle magic yeah 
The, the original creator of Donnie Darko, Richard Kelly, says that he has never seen Donnie Darko and refuses to ever see it. And uh, hey, there's one thing that me and the director of Southland Tales have in common. We both will never see S. Darko. Hooray! See, Donnie Darko, to me, is is... Like, fans of Donnie Darko are as weird and scary as fans of Scarface. We're like, oh, like these are these are good movies, but you're really, really getting out of hand with it. Yeah. But between the two, I would still rather be trapped in a room of Donnie Darko fans than Scarface fans. Oh man, my my uh my cousin uh the one that may or may not have a record. He was a big fan of Scarface back in the day and I just like I I the thing is is that the original Scarface was meant as like a hey, it's the 19 19- 40s or whatever, and here is a, a grindhouse movie with a lot of sensational violence. We're gonna grab you. So then, uh, Scarface was made to be a modern day version of that, but in doing it, it went so far with the drugs and the sex and the violence that at some point in time, just people who want to seem as if they're thugs took it as a documentary to us to strive to one day be. Yes. That's the problem that I have with, and I feel that I would love Donnie Darko if I had seen it on my own when it came out, but I just never did. And so Donnie Darko just became one of those movies that everyone and everyone told me I had to watch. Okay. But let's just be fair here. And let's just be honest. Jake Gyllenhaal has yet to top his performance in bubble boy. You oh, know, one hundred percent. So like, so like, okay. Even Donnie, it still does not live up to Bubble Boy. You know, yeah. He will always be my little Bubble Boy. Jake Gyllenhaal. I I didn't have a problem with Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio. I had no problem with that. I thought he did pretty darn good as Mysterio. Did did people have problems? Uh, I mean, I haven't. It's a comic book movie. Of course, people have problems. <laughs> yeah, everyone always has problems. I'm just thinking about Jake Gyllenhaal's career, and that was the first movie that came to my mind. And I'm I'm just thinking like, like yeah, he did good. He did good in that. He was all right. He did good. Yeah. Uh, no, he's a he's a very good actor. Shut the fuck up, Dreyer. Fucking Sunday. He's a very okay. good actor, but uh, again, with the whole Hollywood clone theory, okay, he is John Cusack 2.0. Yeah. That is what Jake Gyllenhaal has, you know, he even has the sister. I wouldn't. Who is better than he is. I have a hard But he gets the that. good roles because he's the man. Yeah. 
I like John Cusack more because he's had cooler movies. Yeah. I guess uh, I guess Jake Gyllenhaal's cool movie would be Donnie Darko, but when I think of uh, John Cusack's cool film, shit. Uh, uh, Better Off Dead. His <coughs> uh, early ones. Like, yeah, he he said cooler films, but. But yeah, so uh, S. Darko. We're not watching S. Darko. The, the problem that I have with our dive into IMDb's list of the 100 worst movies of all time is that I feel that there are some movies that we will not get away with. That Movies we have to do. You know? There are some really bad movies on this list where it's like, I think we have to watch From Justin to Kelly. We have to watch Battlefield Earth. We have to watch Geely. We might even have to watch uh, Glitter. The the movie with that singer. Glitter. Mariah Carey. Uh But then, also... There are some movies here that we have already done. We did Manos. We did number six on the list, Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas. <clears throat> so I was looking through the list, and I was, and I came across Crossroads, and I was like, well, that That's wasn't a great movie. I mean, it was a Karate Kid ripoff, but it wasn't that bad. And then I found out it was the Britney Spears one, and, yeah, the and, Britney I, Spears and one. I shrieked. Yeah. And and it's and and like a lot of the movies on here we've done before. Like, are we gonna? We can't do. We certainly can't do Troll Two again. We can't do. Uh, uh, Manos again. Yeah. I mean, and then there's an Adam Sandler. There's a few Adam Sandler movies on here. I think a lot of people will expect us to watch Jack and Jill, but ever since we did 2017 Sandy Wexler, you made me promise never to do an Adam Sandler movie again. So I'm really excited about this summer because I don't really know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's different when we're doing, we're going to watch every soft film. We're going to watch every, but like this has a feel of last summer where it's like, what Fred Willard films are we going to do? I have some I've never even heard of. And so it was kind of an exciting thing. Like that one where he owns a radio station. That movie was all right. Where he owns Fred the Willard. radio station where the kid is talking to UFOs or. Yeah, that was a weird ass movie. And it turned out not to be aliens, but it turned out to be time travelers instead. Yeah, yeah, that movie was weird. And I was not expecting that was that was that was a different film. So I'm excited about this summer because who knows what we're going to watch. That's exciting. Yes. I'm so thrilled by that. Anyway, so uh, what are the Twitter choices? Oh, the Twitter choices. Okay. So I want to try as much as possible to keep our movies in chronological order. So we're watching number 100 swept away. So I picked three movies that were also in the the 90s of the list. Okay. Number 95 
the Uwe Boll 2007 film In the Name of the King. Number 92 on the list, the 2009 film Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun-Li. And number 91 on the list, The Freaking Love Guru. Okay. Mike Myers' woefully failed follow-up to the Austin Powers franchise. And for some reason, I had seen Love Guru before. I, I don't I don't know why that happened or how that happened. I think it was it was a very dark period in my life because right around the same time, I remember seeing I am the Zohan. So uh, you, you you can't mess with the Zohan. Don't mess with the Zohan. Don't mess with like the that. Zohan. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Adam Sandler movie. Just saying. You know who's in uh. You know who's in Jack and Jill? Uh, no. Dario Cueto. Really? Yes, the owner and proprietor of Lucha Underground. Because he's an actor, so every once in a while you'll see him in something. He was in one or two episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So what... uh Maybe we should save that to Bunny Versus, but we have to come back around to Dario Cueto, okay? Okay. Yeah, okay. We'll get back to that. Uh, So, yeah. So, so there's an hour left on on the poll for what movie should we do next on Twitter. And so you still have an hour right now to go to Twitter and vote for which movie we should do next. Bella, have you voted yet? No. You should vote on what movie we should do next for the podcast. I send it to, to all of all of my kids with Twitter. Yeah. To see what movie we'll be doing next. So very excited about that. If we do the love guru, that's fine. But it like, there's a lot of Uwe Boll films on here and I've never seen a single Uwe Boll film. These cats are trying to just, these cats are, these kittens are trying to destroy these plants. Back there. Yeah, I can see that. Constantly, yeah. I, I, I've seen a couple of Yui Bowl films. And and this is indicative of Yui Bowl films. I don't know which ones I've seen, and I don't know what the fuck they were about. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to do In the Name of the King, or Blood Rain, or... Uh, I think he did Far Cry. I don't know. But one film I know we're definitely doing of Uwe Bowles on the list is Alone in the Dark. Tara Reid plays a scientist. Yeah. Very excited about that one. Yay. See, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the movies on IMDb's bottom 100 that are really horrible movies but they're fun to watch because of how horrible this is, these movies are. Swept Away is just shit. Oh, 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 oh! I, I, I'm really straining at the leaf, at the leaf, and I'm, I'm trying to contain myself because once I start, I'm just not going to stop. I'm like, okay, well, this movie's so bad, it's going to be fun. No, it wasn't fun. It was not fun. It was not. And what scares me is, and and you messaged me with the exact same thought, and it scared me when I was fucking watching it. It's like, okay, this is the best of the worst. 
Yeah. This is the it's best. It's all downhill this. from here. And, and I also have disagreements. But anyway. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so okay. So this was a fun discussion. I want to have a, a, a bottom 100 discussion in Act 1 every week. And so this was good. We're getting some things out. We're trying to... To, to focus on what our summer is going to become. And I'm very excited about that. Thank you for joining us for our uh, discussion of this summer. And cut on that.